Check this out. Welcome, welcome to the LPA Big Show. Hockey sports, life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us. BLPA on every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones. Let's get it. Here we go. Welcome to the greatest sports show in the world. Good week, everybody. Coming to you live from the BLPA Mobile Studio, aka the back of my explorer. I'm here with my good buddy Jason. Jason, what's going on? What's going on, Nick? Uh, you know, just uh, hanging. I had a bunch of uh, some some FOMO this weekend. We had the Philly draft experience, and I didn't go because I was trying to be a um, a smart businessman, real smart businessman. So I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get to go to that. We'll talk about how that went down. Uh, but other than that, like I had a bunch of tests ran today on my belly because I'm, I'm having some issues. The doctor thinks that I could be lactose intolerant. Oh, no. Which is bull- That's horrible news. Yeah, which is bullshit because I love milk. I love cheese on my pizza at Blaze. So literally I took this it's like three hour test, right? Like they give you this big old fizzy drink, uh, and it sucks already because my stomach only hurts in the mornings. Like when I wake up, my stomach is just in it like it's it's the pain is unreal. And so that's the only time that my stomach hurts, and then once I eat I'm better, but I do. I am gassy, and anyway, so we're just trying to fix that. So I couldn't eat anything uh, for 12 hours before. So at nine o'clock last night, I had to shut her down. No eat, no drink, no food. Couldn't take my medicines, and then so I get up there at nine o'clock, and I'm starving, uh, and my stomach hurts because I haven't eaten, obviously. And then I got to drink this big right. old fizzy drink that tastes like shit. It's not even cold, and I, I have to chug it, and then I got to get my blood drawn, and then chug the drink. Wait 30 minutes, a blood drawn again. Wait 30 minutes, blood drawn again. An hour and get my blood drawn again. So by the time I'm done with this shit, it's like 12:30, and I'm fucking starving. I'm fucking starving. And you know what's right across the street from where they have this blood work? Blaze Pizza. So where did I go? Loaded up on lactose. There you go. Well, I mean, it was almost like they they gave you a trophy at the end of a hard-fought battle. Well, I think what it is, it's like, okay, well, if I'm lactose intolerant, I'm going to eat all the lactose I can until they actually tell me I'm lactose intolerant. But here's the kick. I don't – I'm not a doctor. I'm a scientist. But my doctor opinion is that I'm not lactose intolerant because that drink didn't make my belly hurt or anything. And usually, like, if you're lactose intolerant – don't after you eat lactose, doesn't your belly hurt and all that shit? Like to me, like, and I know there's differing levels, but like my belly doesn't hurt during the day after I eat cheese or milk or whatever. It hurts in the morning, right when I wake up. It painful as fuck. Sometimes I have to make myself puke to make myself feel better. And sometimes I just have to eat a, a banana laying in bed, a little breakfast banana in bed. I mean, that's, a, you know, how, how champions start their day sometimes. Or sometimes yeah. just get up and eat some Rice Krispies or some oatmeal, you know, and it, it feel, eventually feels better. But uh, so I don't know. But I guess we're going down the list of things uh, that because I've, I've been on two different acid medicines for acid reflux, Nexium, Pantoprozole, a lot of whatever, and they're not helping. So now we're at the lactose intolerance test. And I don't know. She said that there's like a, a bacteria I don't. I'm thinking it's the H. pylori or pylori or something, and a lot of people mentioned that in the group today. 
uh, she said that she could test me for that. It could be that, but I have to go off my stomach meds for a month. And I'm like, whoa, so it's going to get worse? No thanks. She's like, well, then if it's not lactose intolerance, I'll just treat it with antibiotics and see if we can kill it, but it's going to be rough. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's already rough in the morning, so what, what am I going to do? <laughs> so, so Sounds yeah. brutal. Yeah, it's been, it's been a day, and then tomorrow... Tomorrow, I mean, just just because I guess I'm I'm getting old as fuck. Tomorrow I got uh, knee scans uh, for the back of my knee that's been uh, bothering me since I guess it's been uh, since uh, where did we play Cincinnati? Uh, so uh, I was in Cincinnati, got hit in the back of my leg with a puck, and then a month and a half later, the back of my knee started hurting. So now it's just uh, it just out of nowhere hear my knee anytime I just stand up or sit down or try to lift up that leg it hurts so I gotta have a knee scan tomorrow and then Thursday because I'm turning 40 I gotta get the old stress test and a little prostate exam so it's a it's a week of fun for me it's a week of fun cool yeah the, the body is a mystery and the old body is even more of a mystery it's, it's incredible and you know what the here's the like the doctor's like yeah let's schedule these you know you're gonna have to wait to get them and so I'm like okay cool like I'll put in the put in the requisition forms all right, the TPS reports, whatever you got to do, and then I'll wait. And then all three of these people called me the next day and said, let's get it done next week. And I'm like, all right, let's load them up. Load them up before I go to Iceland so I can know if, you know, this is a farewell trip or, you know, I've got something to live for after the fact. So, Man, well, I don't envy you, that's for sure, other than the Blaze pizza. No, the Blaze. And guess what? That Blaze pizza was good as fuck. Oh, boy. Have you ever had that blood orange lemonade there? I have not. Oh, fuck, dude. It's so good. I, listen, I'm diabetic. I shouldn't be drinking it. So what I do is I get, like, just just one big mouthful in a cup. Like, just a little just a little squirty squirt. And then I drink it, and it's just yep. so good. I would, I, would, I would literally drink it until I slipped into a diabetic coma. But because I'm an adult, I'm, four, I'm a man, I'm 40 almost. I don't do that, but I wish I could, and that's how good it is. You gotta try it next time you go. Uh, but I had that Blaze. Oh, that Blaze pizza is so good. I, when is Blaze just gonna sponsor us? I don't know, but they need to. Like, listen like to this. Uh, BLPA Blaze Bash. The Blaze BLPA Bash. Blazing with I the BLPA. It. Like the opportunities are endless. Yeah. You know. I mean, this. Blaze, reach out to us. We'll figure it out. We'll make this thing work. It'll it'll be a success for sure. And and then we're on a nationwide tour, just doing live podcast in Blaze Pizza while we eat. You know, yeah. because it's like this. I'd it's, quit my job for that. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to pay us, of course. But I mean, you're working with right. a, with a with a conglomerate, right? A, a, a multi. Well, maybe it's just only one nation. I don't know if they're outside of the United States. But Brawny Braun's involved, you know. So what are you gonna do? Bronny Braun, hit us up. Let's go. I mean, we don't talk basketball, yeah. but you gotta you gotta reach out, Bronny. You can't just do, do all hoops. Come talk. I mean, we're talking all right. sports. We talk college football all the time. I get yelled at for it because like no one here fucking cares about college football, and I'm like, yeah, I do. So you know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's got to diversify for sure. For like, sure. So let's, let's, yeah. You know, you uh, pro, pro basketball, beer league basketball. What are we doing? What are we That's doing it. here? Hey, I can hey I can make it rain from outside the arc, bud. If <laughs> hey if hey if nobody's covering me, and I'm all alone in a gym, I hey I'm sixty percent for sure. 
there you go. Sixty. Yeah. I uh, I also can 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 hit you know some shots if nobody's on me. Uh, otherwise, I'm in trouble. Like you put me in the arcade basketball game, I'm Ooh. I'm draining them. Yeah, that that's where you just have to just you, you just got to get a rhythm and a flow of just kind of yeah yeah that that's a good one. You know who you know who's really good at basketball? My dad. My really? my dad is a hooping son of a bitch. And he's short like me, like, but he was, he, he's just a hooping son of a bitch. Like he grew up playing basketball. He was running the, in the crew. That's all I hear is old basketball stories. Like the one time he saved up uh, to buy his uh, very first pair of uh, suede Converse shoes. And the first game, okay. first game, someone stepped on him and ripped him and he punched him around the face and broke his nose. That's a story. Wow. Yeah. My dad's ultra competitive. Like, I, I was ultra competitive when I was playing like baseball. I'm not ultra competitive really anymore with hockey because I, I know my role. But, I mean, my, um, this is how competitive my dad was. We, we used to play, obviously, 21, right? That's what you play. So we'd be in the in the, uh, in the the driveway uh, playing hoops. And, and I could never beat my dad. My dad, really good. Like, it just was one of those things. Could never beat him. And I was beating him. I, 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 was, I was on game point, as a matter of fact. Game point, he has the ball. He's down, I think he's down three or something like that. And I tell him, I said, I'm got game point, but I'm coming for you. I'm saying, hey, the, the, the student students are past the teacher. Here we go. Let's go. You know what this motherfucker does? He throws that basketball just straight up in the air. I look up for it, and the next thing I know, I'm on my back. He slams that motherfucking ball in my chest, and I get up going, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. He goes, you can't breathe. You forfeit. I win. And he walks in. Never played with me again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I never, never, never got to beat him. And then I, like, I, I was a wrestler and, and I, I think I was pretty good, uh, a wrestler, but you know, I only wrestled for a couple years and we just get in that floor and we'd wrestle around. And one time I, 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 it was called the fat man roll fat, right? So, uh, like you just lock him over, roll him over. And I thought I had him pinned. And he fucking punched me right in the side of the jaw and I roll off of him. He said, still didn't pin me. And then he left. So, uh, <laughs> I just never, you ever have a dad? Like, was your dad like that? No, like my dad was, my dad's competitive too. He played college baseball. Um, and, and he rarely, uh, let me win, but he wasn't as, as savage as your dad. Yeah. My, and my dad, and he never, he, my dad never came and watched my sports either, which was always weird. And he just said, and I asked him as I got older and adult, he's like, you just, you took it too serious. And I didn't want to see you in, in that. Like if, if you lost or if you did something wrong, I, I didn't want to deal with it because he coached my brother uh, growing up playing right. baseball, but he'd never coached me, never came to my games. And he's like, well, your brother, like all he does is pick his ass or pick flowers out in the outfield. So it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't serious. Like you, you were serious and wanted to win. I didn't want to let you down as your coach. And, and so uh, but yeah, my dad was ultra competitive. So I, I, I bet like everyone that played like competitive sports growing up, if their dad also played competitive sports, probably their dads are all the same, all the same. Yeah. Yeah. Like my son doesn't play sports, um, but we wrestle and, and do other things. And I almost never let him win either. Like, uh, I, I, I pretty much take it to him and, and then, you know, it's, it's a good learning lesson for him, you know? Well, I, I, I think I'm getting to that, but like, me and my son, I have this thing like now, like where he like he, when he doesn't want to go to bed, I'll challenge him to a race up the stairs, and I always let him win at the end. Uh, but I'm always thinking like, is this the time when I need to flex on this little guy or what? But, like today, like today he was swinging like like you know those little like 
tin cans where you unscrew the top and all these things pop out of them. Well, we found yeah. we found one from like the seventies. Like we were just cleaning up stuff, and it was and all this stuff. And so it's like the heavy duty ones. Like it's like real thick metal inside of these things. Like you know when they actually built stuff to last back in the seventies. And he had this thing, and he was he was hitting me with it, just playing. Like he wasn't being malicious, but it hurt. And I told him to stop a few times, and he didn't do it. So I grabbed it from him, got him one really hard, and it hurt him. And I'm like, oh geez, here it comes. Now it's gonna be the the competitive dad side. Now I'm never going to let him win. If we wrestle, I'm always going to have to pin his ass. So I think we're moving towards the, I can't let my little guy win anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, like I said, I, I generally don't let him win, but occasionally I will. But uh, like we, we wrestle now and he's, he's almost 12. Right. So like he can pack a punch. Like when he hits me square, like it's good. So there's been a couple of times where he's in the same thing where he like he popped me one good one and I had to show him like, all right, that's, you got me, but just know at any time I can turn it on and, and you're in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to go, go with the old man strength on you. Yeah. I, and that's the thing. Yeah. Cause, cause they don't, I, I, I think like, I, I don't think they do it maliciously. Maybe they do. Maybe like, Oh, I'm going to show my old man a lesson here. Uh, but I was never like, I, I don't think I was ever like, I want to hurt my dad. So I, I don't think they mean to hurt us, but they just don't realize that, hey, that shit does hurt. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, but, but you know what? If you, can, if, you can stay, if you can stay healthy enough until he gets in the beer league, you can, you can show him what's up on the ice, bud. That's true. You know? I don't, I don't know that he'll ever play hockey, but, you know, if he ever does, uh, well, well, guess I'll, what? I'll be ready for him. Guess what? That means he'll never be better than you at hockey, so. It's true. So. Sure. Uh, so anyway, lots of lots of things to talk about. Obviously, we want to talk about Philly. We want to talk about uh, a beer league bucket list because we do we do a lot of things in in hockey. So we should talk about what we actually want to do. And it was spawned from an idea uh, or, or a post I saw that was just a self serving bullshit post from a a hockey Gustapo company that just tries to extort people. Not my not my words. This is what I was reading in the comments. And it got me to thinking, like, well, this is a pretty good article if it just wasn't promoting USA's hockey shitty tournaments, right? So, and I don't even know if I can even say that because what happens if it comes a day when USA Hockey wants to work with BLPA? So, I, you know, I have very little experience with USA Hockey, but we'll talk about this uh, a little bit uh, as we get on here. We'll talk about, uh, obviously, we got some DEXs coming up. Talk about the BLPA bashes coming up. Talk about how your team can win an entry into the BLPA bash for free. Uh, you just got to right. listen, listen to find out how, uh, then, then we have some, uh, some interesting, an interesting tweet, but I, I can't remember what this hockey guy's name is, but he's got weird hair. I see him on TV all the time and I'm sure people will know what, what, who it is when I say weird hair. Do you know, do you remember who it was that tweet? Gord Miller. Yeah. Is that the guy with the weird hair? Maybe. I don't know. Shit. Uh, there's so many of them now, but he had a, he had an interesting tweet that I found pretty interesting, and I like the the concept. So we'll talk about that. If that's our NHL chatter for the day, um, and then I said we were going to talk about ODR necessities last week, but here's the fact of the matter: I wanted to get out on the ODR to do a little content there. It's been minus thirty plus in, in for like two and a half weeks straight, so I haven't been on the ODR, so I couldn't get to that. Uh, but the number one necessity is beer. So you got to have yeah, beer at the sure. ODR. Uh, and I posted a, a photo in the BLPA today of, you know, beer can be too cold. And when it starts getting slushy and you can't get it out of the can, 
you got to have something to start a fire at the ODR so you can warm that shit up. And you're not going to have yep. toasted beer, but you just want it to be liquid enough to drink it to make you feel good, you know? So Yeah, and, and there's, there's definitely nothing more frustrating than having a beer and then it being slushy and you can't drink it. Like, it's here in my hand. But there's nothing I can do with it. But but is it not the best ever when it's like when it just turns to that slush, like it's just starting to turn. So you have like little beer ice in there, and it's just, oh that's the best. Same way with like soda. Like if I could find a way to get yeah. soda right to, uh, if I get my pop right to to that to that point where it's starting to freeze, but it's still liquid, but it has ice chunks. That would be that would be something, bud. That that would be the that's the only way I want to drink it. It's just hard to get it there. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to get that perfection. I, I left a, a bottle of of Diet Dr. Pepper, a two-liter bottle, on my garage floor that's concrete or or cement, as we say in Oklahoma. Maybe it's just me that says it that way. But I left it there, and it was there for six days, and it, it reached that point. And it was so – I wanted to just chug the bottle, but my wife told me I couldn't because that's not – that's unsightly. Well, I think you can chug. I, I mean, I I've probably drank two liters of soda in a day. Like when you're at a like all day college football thing and just drinking. I mean, Dallas Stars, you get that extra large and you get a free refill, and it's literally like two liters of pop each time you go for a refill. So it's a lot of soda. I, I do I do love me some soda. Maybe that's what's wrong with my stomach is I've just drank so much <laughs> soda in my life. Uh, your, your lack of water intake and, and your abundance of soda is it, probably doing it. it, it it's like 80% water. Like, come on. You know, I mean, what do you want me to do? It's the same way with beer, right? So, um, but anyway, Philly Dex this weekend, I wasn't there. I'm super sad, but electric as fuck from what I'm hearing. The the most chatter that I've heard about a tournament online after the after the tournament. So people must have been loving. Like the pictures of the arena outdoors, it just looks so amazing. There are fire. There's just a fire going out there, like holy shit, bud. Like it was just, it was something. It snowed the night before in Philadelphia. It was just, it was magic, magical, and I had to miss it. Yeah, I'm super bummed as well because it was one that I was supposed to go to last year, uh, and and it didn't go. Uh, and then I just didn't sign up for it this year because of Iceland. And so yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, man. Super bummed that I that I wasn't there, but super stoked for for all the people that had a really good time uh, over the weekend. The, hey, the uniforms were rad. Those Rocky uniforms were badass. Yeah, they looked great, yeah. And I got so I got so FOMO'd that I made a game. I, did you see the game? I did not. Was it on Facebook? Yes. I, I thought I posted okay. it in the group, too. I said, you know what? If, uh, if pros can do fantasy hockey, why can't we do fantasy hockey at a draft experience? Turn it up. Digging the show, support us through patreon.com slash BLPA. The most greatest. So what I did is I I'm with Yeah. Did you see you didn't see this? I'm with it. Like I no, I didn't see it, but I, I like it. Like I like the idea. Yeah, well, I mean it's an innovative idea that I that I've had and I created. It'll be another company's innovative idea soon, I bet. But <laughs> but no, I so here's what I did. I literally like I got the draft rounds done super early. And I made a spreadsheet, or I made like a Google form, and each question uh, was a multiple choice. You could pick one, and it was the people in the draft. So you could go through and pick your team for, from the route. Like you could pick your your team, and obviously it was very crude. It was you know uh, goals, assists, penalty minutes, 
and wins. Those were the only stats we kept. Okay. It was one one point for every one of them. And people are like, well, penalty minutes are worth two. I'm like, pims rarely happen. All right, they just it just doesn't right. happen very often. Like we we might have had twelve penalty minutes in all fifteen games. So, but anyway, right. Uh, so th- then we, then I I got with my buddy that's also helping us with the NFTs, and I said, here's what I want to do, and he just built some formulas, and then all of a sudden it was. All I had to do was go in after the fact and add the stats to each player, and it just auto-populated everyone's team, and we kept track all weekend. It was super fun. Who won? That's all I care about. Uh, Michael Teeters won. I think he had like 78 okay. points over the weekend. Okay. Which is pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, and he he, uh, he he won a he won $150 uh, draft experience gift card, which is awesome. But what he really won was bragging rights because he won the first ever – uh, draft experience fantasy hockey challenge, which is really cool. Yeah, that that is super cool. So my question is, are you going to be doing this at, at all decks going forward? It, it's a lot of work. I want to, for sure. I want to. It, it, I I did get some bad feedback as well, and okay. I want to get your I want to get your thoughts on on the bad feedback. Um, so someone okay. someone just pointed out, uh, you know, drafts are supposed to be for fun, which which they are for sure, and. Yeah. This could cause a feeling of one ringers having to run up the score uh, for their fantasy stats, and also it can embarrass okay. the people that don't get picked on a team and that don't put up points. Okay. What are so, your thoughts? I could see the ringer thing uh, that that a ringer feels like um, you know that they need to put up more for their fantasy stats, but but really, I mean, the reason we have ringers, right? If we wanted if we wanted to just have tournaments where nobody scored, we just wouldn't have ringers, right? Like that's what they're there for. So I think that's okay. Like your, your ringers should want to score, uh, for, uh, for your team anyway. And and we're, you said we were giving points for assists. Yeah. And you, and we have a, we have a ringer rule too. We have, we have a three goal rule. So there you go. So the really, really all that, getting your ringer to do is to make good passes, right? After I get my three goals, I want to get as many as assists as I can. So I'm going to start distributing the puck and make sure that, uh, that I'm setting people up for goals. So I like that. And then as far as the, like the shaming part, I guess, like, uh, you know, you're, you're upset if you don't get picked or if you don't put up points, like as someone who's really bad at hockey and I am, mm-hmm. um, I, I just think you're, you're a little too worried about it. Like who cares? one who cares, you know, what people think about your hockey skills. Like that's what the BLPA is about, right? Like everyone can come out and we can all have fun together yeah. regardless of skill level. Um, and, and then like two, like, uh, you know, like uh, just, just go out and have fun. It doesn't matter. Right. If, if somebody picks you and then they're mad at you cause you didn't get points, really that's on them for, for making the pick. And uh, they're even more of a shitty person if they make you feel bad. Well, that, I think that's the thing that I told her, them sorry i told them uh if i ever heard people berating people for not scoring points for their fantasy i i would kick them out of the group and the the turn like it, yeah. it's, it's not the that's it's not what it's about for me i just think it's fun engagement it leads to obviously engagement trash talk so many people were on the website this weekend just checking out the stats uh watching because we do have live scoring so people can watch that and talk about it which was really cool and I think it just uh, it, it just gave people something to talk about. I mean, for me, it, the, the the thing is, is like 60% of the people at the Philly Dex had never been to a, a Dex before, so no one knew them. 
So I like even me, yeah. like even me, I didn't know him. So I'm just I, obviously I picked Peck and I picked Dan and I picked Randy. So if I lost, I could blame it on them. Perfect, right? Which is smart. Yeah, smart on you. Smart yeah, move. yeah. And if they win it, okay, well, I won too. Like, what do you want me to do, right? Uh, it's, it's just called yeah. hedging your bets when you're money lining, you know? And so... <laughs> yeah. boy. See, that's what Atta I'm doing, boy. Right? That's I'm learning. Yeah. A- and then it, then, it, then it got me into thinking, like, okay, I know it's beer league hockey. It's not exciting hockey, okay? Right. Except for the people that are, that are playing. But this could be a new element... That could make it. That they could not not exciting, but could just build a community, right? And sure. I think yeah. that, that I was like, what if we live streamed all the games, and people could tune in and see how their fantasy players were doing? Because at the end of the yeah. day, the dra- the draft was created because we we wanted to feel like we were pros at, at some level. I know we're not, but we wanted to get right. up on stage and get drafted like we were in the NHL. And so, who yep. do- who doesn't want to be on someone's fantasy team? You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you think and, about fantasy and, football guys are playing and picking themselves or their friends, and then they're like they're pro players chirping themselves, their buddies because they didn't have good days off for their fantasy team, right? Exactly. And and then like you're you're in. So the way that works is you should be in a round with similar skilled players, yeah. right? So it's not like it's not like you're going to be in a round where someone picks you. Or you know, theoretically, you shouldn't be, and then somebody else in your round scores, you know, fifteen more goals than you do, or something crazy. Like, so as someone who isn't again great at hockey, like it make would make you feel even better when you score a goal. Like, man, not only did I score a goal for my team, I scored a goal for all my fantasy owners out there as well. So shout, I think yeah, that's rad. Shout out to the fantasy owners, you know. Uh, but that's and, right. and also, like, I don't, I didn't publish everyone's team, so no one knows who picked who. No, you know what I'm saying? Unless, unless like me, right. I, I posted my team and I tagged every single motherfucker and said, if you fucking don't score, fuck y'all. You know, uh, that's what I did. But not everyone did that. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, you so, know, literally. For, for tagged. the most part, people weren't berated. Just, yeah. Just, your team. just just the guy that came up with the ideas doing the berating. All right. And, yeah. and, and mine yeah. are all my friends who are obviously suck because I didn't win, you know. Well, well, my request is that you do it at least one more time, and it, do it at one that I'm at, so I can draft myself on my own fantasy team. Well, I'm gonna do it in Iceland, and uh, you're not gonna okay. be there. Well, yeah. Th- thanks for the thanks for that. Appreciate it. Um, so I guess what are we talking? We're talking Lake Louise. Did I hear? Did I hear today there might be a, a Limbacher sighting in Canada, north of the border? I did. I did get the actual approval uh, from the wife to go. Um, but I don't have anyone to stay with. So I'm trying to figure that part out. But I don't know anybody on. else is going. So, well, you have but to... I, I mean, I can always get a single room. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm, I'm working on it's it. It's Canadian dollars too. Is it 30% discount? Yeah. It's, it's, I think they basically pay me to come. Exactly. Uh, they, they want them tourism dollars. dollars. Hey, and listen, That's here's right, the, here's yeah. the, here's the deal. You're also up in the mountains. So the air is 30% uh, thinner. So you shoot the puck 30% harder. Okay. So perfect. Well, I mean, so if yeah, so yeah. your fan, fantasy so people need from to keep that three miles an hour to four. That's pretty good. Exactly, and so fantasy owners need to keep that in mind. You also skate thirty yeah. percent faster. Okay. So, but I also get thirty percent winded quicker, uh, which is already you know, when I'm tying my skates. You know, like you know, I. <laughs> Listen, I don't like I, I, this is uh, the year of positivity, Jason. I don't know if you heard our listeners. Okay, they want Got us it. to be positive, and so they don't want to hear about the negative stuff. And I, I'm on board with that this year. 
But if you do come, you got you obviously got to come to Calgary. And anyone that comes through Calgary on, let's say, Wednesday night or Thursday early okay. afternoon, we're going to Big Cheese Poutineria. Okay. And we're going to have well, the Notorious P.I.G. Okay, what is that? Can you, can you give me some more? Okay, so you know what poutine is, right? Like it's poutine is of course, obviously of course. Uh, yeah. uh, God's golden French fries with cheese curds. Yep. Uh, smothered with yep. brown gravy. That's poutine. It looks yep. disgusting, but it tastes amazing. But when you well, go, what is the notorious pig? Well, when you go to a poutineria, they don't stop at just putting uh, cheese and gravy. They have a plethora of options, and a notorious pig has on it not only the cheese curds and bake or uh, cheese curds and gravy. It has bacon. It has sour cream. It has kielbasa sausage. And other uh, shredded pork. It I is, it. It, All uh, right. but it's so it's so good. And they, I mean, it's not, you don't have to get the notorious pig. That's just my favorite. They have like thirty different poutine options. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. I mean, you're selling me. You're selling me. Yeah. And then, uh, then, we're, well. then we're then we're out in the mountains. We're gonna be outside. A big old fire blazing. It's gonna it's gonna be something else, bud. I'm telling you, it's gonna be something else. All right. All right. Well, maybe you'll catch me. Maybe you'll catch me in the uh, in the Lake Louise. And we'll there's only eight spots left. So. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can only because we can only do four teams there. We can't go any bigger, uh, just because of the rink. That's all the, the the time that they will allot us is enough to just to do four teams. So, that's that's what we're gonna do. Gotcha. Um, but, all right. Well, I'll make a decision this week, I guess. Yep. Exactly. Uh, hey. By the way. By the way. We reached our goal on VIP mystery boxes. Uh, they're not mystery boxes. They're just okay. VIP boxes. Uh, but you, no one knows what's in them. No one knows what, other than a T-shirt, special T-shirt, plus right. other goodies. So it's technically mystery. Yeah, but, you know, I, you know, here, here's what my thing, and my wife yells at me all the time. Like, I, I have, like, the first four or six months set of, of what I want to wanna give. But, like, I get samples of things, like, just, you know, the nature of being the commission – People want to work at the BLPA. They just send me sand, and I'm like, just throw it in, throw it in random boxes. Give people, give people surprises. And so, like, I have so much like just random shit going. And my wife's like, people are gonna expect that every single month. And I'm like, well, fuck, fuck it. Just I'm just throwing it in there. I got like, I got like random, yeah. random boxes with blade shades in there. I got, you know, it's just, you know, and I'm like, okay. Uh, I know I said two jerseys, but I got four or five jerseys. Just to toss them in random boxes. Let's go. And so uh, I'm super stoked about that. Other than it's a lot of fucking work. Like, I, I want to get to 500 boxes. My my next goal is 100, and then 250. We're at like 62 or something like that. You know how hard it is to fucking make 62 boxes of shit. <laughs> like it, it's fucking so time consuming. And here I am, like looking at. I'm like, I got this, this, this dude. My wife's like, Hey, those boxes got to get out this week. And I'm like, Fuck. Uh, but luckily my wife uh loves supporting the things that I do and you know I have to you know be nice to her and she'll help me yeah. and so she she's been we we've folded almost all the boxes up and now I like I pick up the shirts tomorrow the only thing I'm waiting on is the like I I made these like badass like die cut metal BLPA membership cards 
and I just I don't know if they're gonna be here on time. Like they keep the, 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 where I ordered them from, they keep they keep slow playing me on the tracking, so it makes me think probably not gonna have them till next month. But they're so I mean they're just awesome to have, right? Like oh I have this metal die yeah. cut membership card, and it has like your own uh, membership number that's good for your your uh, Dex tourney uh, discounts. And so, okay. like, I, I I wish they were here for number one, but I'm I'm gonna have to say they're probably not gonna be here until the second one. But uh, I'm super stoked about all the possibility. The possibilities are endless here of things I could add in, into there, and just like the random stuff that you know, like I said, hey, if we get here, we'll we'll get to this number, and you know, a special somebody who's on the other uh, end of this phone call for this podcast decided that he was gonna buy some Iron Man hockey gloves. Yeah, but he wanted to make sure that he didn't miss out on this auction, so he went ahead and won four of them. Yeah, uh, a little bit of a mistake there. But as anyone knows, when you're going on an auction, there's such thing as like a bid tonight, right? Like you get outbid right at the very end. So I bid on four separate pair of gloves, thinking like, oh, that way if I get bid tonight on a few of them, like I'll still get a pair. Uh, I didn't get bid tonight on any of them, so all four <laughs> gloves are on their way. Uh, to me as we speak. And so Jason said, you know, if you hit your goal, bud, we're going to throw some warrior gloves in there. Wait, Iron Man gloves. Yep. I'm like, okay, let's go. What happens if you win them? We, just every every month, we just get to keep giving those same gloves away if you keep winning them. So, uh, I'm yeah, super, I'll just send them back. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked about that. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just super. Is there anything, like what, obviously you know there's going to be a shirt, right? There's going to be a, a shirt in there. What what kind of stuff do you think would be cool to get in a BLPA VIP box? Man, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, obviously, like you said, some samples and stuff. Like, um, I think it'd be cool to get like uh, like like you said, the six sunglasses would be cool. I don't know. Like, I'm very um, like go with the flow with these, and I I subscribe to a lot of boxes, so like maybe that's <laughs> just the me thing. Like like I have a problem maybe. Yeah. Um, but 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 I always like just like whatever. Like I I get super excited over the small stuff. So like um, I know I know you laughed at me when like uh, when we started doing dexes and like there was a patch at every tournament, and I was like this is the coolest thing ever. Where most people were like, oh a patch that's cool. I'm like this is the best. Uh, so I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for whatever comes there. Now I will say as being the person who signed up for the very first box, yep. um, make sure your wife knows that when you guys are putting stuff in there and maybe give me a little something extra, <laughs> you know, being the, being the very first one, I feel like, uh, you know, deserve a little something. Yeah. Well, uh, definitely there's going to be, I, I, I have one box, uh, in mind for you on things that I'm ordering to put like for the, for the shirt of the month, there's a special one. That I'm like, I have to do this just because Jason is is subscribed to a box. But Perfect. it's it's gonna have to that, it's gonna have to be like a summer one. Yeah, that's respect though. That's yeah. respect for the uh, for the first for for sure well, for, every, the, for everyone. Like I, I see these pe- I see these people that register, and obviously I know so many of them just you know personally, and I'm like, oh shit, this guy's getting a box. I gotta I gotta figure out something that definitely just speaks to him. Right. And so I like, uh, like, it's like, I was like, what are you doing? Like, aren't you supposed to be working on this? I'm like, no, I'm writing down cool stuff to get for the box. And then uh, she's like, oh, you're, you're not very good with your time management. I'm like, no, I'm not. That's why we need to make a bunch of money so I can hire somebody. Um, but exactly. we don't make that much money. So, um, <laughs> but if we get to 500 boxes, I could probably, I could probably afford to, uh, to have someone to fulfill them. 
but really what's been happening is I've been like trying to source like because uh, what people don't think of is like oh it's 50 but 50 bucks is a lot of money a month for a box um, yeah but, like people like I, I say what well, you guys don't understand like shipping a box is like 12 bucks between 10 and 12 bucks so like right now you're down to 38 dollars of what you can put in there and and still yep. not you know not go over and then like if you think about well, right. a t-shirt uh, you know, if someone bought a T-shirt from our store. It's thirty dollars plus, you know, five dollars shipping. So, you know, it's like, what can you add to to make it worth more than fifty, but also do it to where you're not spending over, uh, you know, forty bucks a box, so you lose money. Because that's my problem. Like, I want to jam everything I can in there. And my wife's like, right. you can't, you can't put, it, it can't cost you a hundred dollars to sell a fifty dollar box. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that, I guess that won't work for very long. Yeah, I, I mean, it's fun, right? I mean, it, it's like, okay, well. I get it. I get it. But we, we are having to move into a space uh, because of these boxes, like not a big space. Like, I, I don't know if I talked about this last week, but we, but I rented out a little like there's a guy that has a he, he does hockey jerseys, but he also does a bunch of screen printing and he has like a 500 square foot uh, space in the back. And so I'm renting it out so I can have all this stuff there. So that's pretty exciting news. We actually have our own space, yeah. at the BLPA, which is cool. And I'm kind of jumping into like the mer- like. A lot of people have messaged me about, can we carry your merchandise? Like, we see your merchandise everywhere. They're like, even at hockey tournaments that aren't BLPA, we just keep seeing BLPA stuff. You know, can we can we hold it in our shop and stuff? And right now, the thing, like, I'm I'm just a fucking dumb old beer leaguer that just likes to do cool f- shit. I don't I don't understand the retail business per se. And they're like, oh, wholesale. This is about what we would buy a shirt for. I'm like, shit, fuck. That's that's what it cost me to make it. So it doesn't, to me, that doesn't seem very smart to make a shirt and right. sell it for that. And then you, you charge what I charge. So you make all of that. that doesn't sound smart. And so I started reaching out to like some textile manufacturers in like Peru. I don't know if you know this, but Peru has a lot of textile manufacturers and they have a, I did um, not. they have a free trade agreement with North America, which is nice. So you don't have to pay taxes and duties. I don't know about to Canada, but definitely to the U S. Um, and so I'm like, okay, well, let's do this. You know, how how cheap can I make it? And you're like, okay, that's a good price. How many I got to buy? But I got to buy like 2,500 at a time. Right. And that, oh, and that, 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 that number doesn't scare me. It, but it does like, well, what am I going to do with 2,500 shirts? Like, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to find like 100 pro shops that, that, you know, that'll buy, you know, 20 shirts each. Right. But, you know, so. That's kind of what what what's been on my plate, but I think it's possible, and it's fucking awesome if you think about like where BLPA started, as like oh fuck I got fired, I used to do this podcast and it got taken away. Now I need a group for all like my friends and the people that follow the podcast to join, to where it is now is fucking in, in like two and a half years. It's fucking insane. Yeah, it's you know awesome for you for sure. Well, like and just not just the, me. It is awesome for me. What you got to show for it. But it's, I mean, like, it's not just me, right? Like, I, I, you know, I, I, I have to sometimes pinch myself, like, holy fuck, like, where do we find all these fuckers? They're just there. They're, yeah. they're always there. They want to do shit. Like, holy fuck, they're so awesome. And so that's why, like, I, my wife's like, you know, you got to, you, you need to compartmentalize your time. And I'm like, but, like, if someone messaged me at 2 in the morning and I'm up, I'm going to talk to them. Like, that's just the way it is, right? <laughs> Let's see. She, yeah, exactly. She, she wakes Man up. Man of the people. Well, she's like, go to bed. And I'm like, well, I'm talking to, you know, yeah, and she, go to fucking bed. And I'm like, all right, I'll go to bed. I'm like, yeah. What do you want me to do? <laughs> so, but anyway, okay. We, we've talked about a, a bunch of BLPA stuff. 
and I, I'm getting ready to rail on a company for only promoting themselves, but we also do it too. I get it. Right. But I yeah. saw this this blog post, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Facebook post, and it is it was a blog from USA Hockey, and I sent it to you, and it's basically uh, the 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 beer league bucket list, and I got I was like, well, that's interesting. Like USA Hockey doesn't give two fucks about uh, beer league players, except for to, to collect their forty dollars a year in every year uh, yeah. and that stuff, and then they go to tournaments, and the only thing I hear about these tournaments is they collect your money and no one cares. Um, I don't have any, any experience with the USA hockey tournament. I'm just telling you what people have told me and what I read in the comments of this stuff. But basically it was a, a, a 50, 50 thing list of things you should do. But like 20 of them were come to USA hockey tournaments, sign up for a USA <laughs> hockey tournament. And you're like, okay, fuck Like This is just, I get it. Shameless plug. I do it too. But what would be a real beer league bucket list? Number one on the list, come to a BLPA hockey tournament. Uh, <laughs> so, number two, naturally. Come, number two, come to a draft experience tournament. Uh, number three, find a way to get away from an organization that charges you forty dollars a year for nothing. Um, exactly. But you, you know what? For, for me, though, like I have very limited experience. Like I played hockey in Oklahoma, and I had to pay the dues. Whatever, I got a fucking magazine that I read while I was shitting. And the, the, the one time that it was needed by someone that I was close to, it was denied because the, the verdict was both referees weren't USA Hockey certified. And it fucking, it, it, I went off the deep end because I was like, okay, the rink demands that we have this insurance through you. And the rink hires the officials, but the rink didn't have this. So now you're denying a guy that did all the stuff that he was supposed to do. So it just, it, it really irked me. And then I was uh, doing this podcast project and they, uh, the Anaheim Ducks uh, invited me down for their throwback classic tournament. They gave me a team, brought me down, everything. And they said, the only thing that you have to do is you have to buy USA hockey insurance. And I said, what the fuck for? That's what's just required. I'm like, they're like, it's insurance in case you get hurt. I'm like, I live in Canada. I have free health care. I have a $5 million travel insurance policy. I don't need it. But that was the kick. They, they, I had to pay. to. They were going to pay for everything else. And I was like, well, why don't you, if you're paying for everything else, just pay for this extra 50 bucks out of principle. And right. they were like, no, right. no, we won't. And I was like, okay, okay, here, here's the deal. I'll pay you $50 uh, for the tournament, and then you pay the USA hockey fee so I don't have to pay it out of principle and they they weren't having any of it so i had to pay it and that, that really kind of irked me off but other than that you know usa hockey is a thing definitely not i would love to work with them i would love for them to come to us and say hey listen running hockey tournaments is hard uh we know that you want to work together I, I, and i would consider that but a lot of people don't like to do that right and i guess i probably wouldn't I probably wouldn't go hat in hand to another tournament company and say that either. Uh, but I'm here like this is what I do. This is what I do full time. It's just not an afterthought. But what's your beer league bucket list, Jason? Like what? Like, let's talk about. I mean, I guess it's kind of putting you on the spot. But like, like what's the top three things you think or five maybe uh, that you have to do in your beer league career? All right. So I don't know if I have them like numbered in order, um, but a few things do come to mind of like things that I, I want 
you know, done. First one, uh, it, it's funny because we were just talking about it, is I, I definitely at some point have to do uh, an ODR. Um, so Lake Louise would be perfect for that. Uh, you know, that's that's just one that, like, I just want to experience it, right? Like, I just want to go out and, and see what that's like. And I've heard from people that it's not always fun, um, but I still want to experience it anyway, right? And, and I mean, that's, like, similar to, like, uh, you know, you know, wanting to go watch a football game at Lambeau Field. Like, it's going to be cold and shitty, and, um, you know, that part sucks, but the experience is worth, uh, you know, doing doing the cold part. You know, the, the, great, the great part about the ODRs, and not many people know this about how I started playing hockey, but obviously I was an adult, and I, I only started because my wife's family got me hockey gear and told me I was going to start playing. But I was way too, like... I was way too self-conscious at first to go skate in front of other people. I like I yeah. because I didn't know how to skate, and so I spent my time in Canada the, that first Christmas going to the ODR in the middle of the night and to to, to learn how to try to learn how to skate. And obviously, it's obviously right. if you've seen me skate, you know that it didn't work. But uh, <laughs> but th- that that's the great part about ODRs is like. It, Unlike a rink, you don't have to go in and pay and do all this stuff. If you can find some frozen ice, which in Canada, it's like every neighborhood will have like, well, not all of them, but most of them, they maintain their own rink with boards outdoors. Some right. of them have lights. And then off to the side of the of the little rink, they just have a flooded uh, piece where you can just kind of skate around uh, without everything. So I spent a lot of time in the middle of the night just doing that. Uh, where maybe there was a couple people on the the hockey side, but I would just skate around that. So that's the best part. That's why I think everyone needs to go to ODR because, and I think that's why when you look at like kids today, like Canadian kids, like they have so much, you know, uh, just just the way they skate because they they go out in these ODRs where there's no rules, there's no boards, they just they can do whatever they want, and that's how they kind of pick pick up, you know, a lot of the skills that kind of translate onto the ice, right? Yeah, the, that the makes rink, sense to me. The rink, I guess, not the ice, but yeah. So, okay, right. so ODR is a good one. That, that, that should be on everyone's yeah. list. Yeah. Uh, the next one you would think would be easy with the amount I play, but I got to win, uh, you know, a DEX championship. Like, I've yet oh, to do it. Uh, like, like we're, we're calling it the gold, right? Gold? Gold, gold yeah. Gold. Game. Big gold. Big gold. But I, I have never won a DEX gold, uh, which, you know, if, if you're listening to this, this podcast and you're thinking about coming to a deck that might be a, a clue on who to draft when it comes to my <laughs> round i don't i don't know and fantasy um, but and i've on never fantasy. won one and on fantasy you, you yeah know. Well, uh exactly, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, hey it's hard it, and it's crazy because i got it goes up and down like randy wins a lot of them he's always gets on a good team. i don't know so, how he does it i don't know how he does it but he always does that's the craziest thing is like i've been on randy's team i think the only time he didn't win the <laughs> a championship well it's so. funny because so, people, Randy, I'm, I'm I'm not saying don't draft me, but I'm just you know hey, sorry I, about that one time. Like people people will talk about oh that he rigs the draft in his favor, and I have to say he doesn't do the drafts. I do, right? Like for a majority, right. I mean I obviously like I run it by them, but I set the drafts up like myself, and you know I've missed some and I've been good on some, and so people that say oh Randy rigs the draft, he doesn't, he can't, because I I, I love <laughs> control and I control that shit. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so yeah, winning winning an A championship is hard. But I I've won five in a row, uh, but now it's Ooh. been now it's been a number of them. But it, it would have been six in a row if our if our Saturday uh, the best Saturday dynasty in Dex history uh, there in Las Vegas that choked it off on Sunday 
that that could have been six in a row, but uh, nope, we fell to Randy's team, and uh, yeah. yeah, so well, and that that might be my curse coming in. Like like you said, we were like the best team uh, to not win an eight, uh, a gold championship in Vex history. It's, it's like the Limbacher curse. Yep, and you know you know what Randy's secret is, and I'm gonna tell everyone this. Everyone, open your. This is Randy's secret. This is secret sauce. Every Friday night after right. the draft, we, you know, we, oh, what are your thoughts? What do you think? What do you, you know? And I like to keep up, you know. And his team, his team's always the worst. So he always says, "My team sucks. Going zero and five. We suck. We're not going to win." And then he wins. Like it's it's every 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 single draft party night. It's the same story. We're like, here we go, here we go, zero <laughs> and five. All right, whatever you say, Randall. So, so yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, that the, the an A championship or a gold championship hard. Uh, it's hard to win. Spe- hey, the four teams. Yeah, it's way, sure. Four teams. It's way easier because it doesn't matter what you do on Saturday. Uh, if you win your first uh, game on Sunday, you're in the A championship, a gold championship. But on a six team tournament, every game starts to matter, right? Right. And they're yeah, starting. Does start, make a big difference. They're starting to be six. So uh, I mean, I think Omaha is going to move to six. Uh, Boston. I think we're three away from selling out four right now, so I think we're gonna have to move that one to six. Um, so yeah, I mean the six six team tournaments are I think they're way more fun because you don't have to play back to backs, which is nice. Eight team tournaments, yeah. eight team tournaments are nice because you have a lot more break, but I think it's just a I think it's a little two bit like you don't get to play everybody. It's it's a it's a it's a different format. You're basically playing two four team tournaments basically. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I think six the sweet spot for yeah, sure. It is for sure. Uh, and then. I think the last one I have would be uh, I'd love to play hockey in Hawaii. I've heard there's ice out there. Uh, I just want to go to Hawaii in general, but um, it would be even cooler to, to play hockey out there. I've been trying to get a tournament there for I don't know how long. And the, the guy that runs the rink, he do, he, he doesn't he, he wants to run every tournament himself. And yeah. I, he's like I don't, I don't, I don't he's like I don't want any competition. I'm like, "Listen, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to take anything away from you. I'm going to bring my, my, my own crew. Like, you don't, you don't have to worry about it. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring teams. I'm not going to recruit teams. I'm going to, I'm going to recruit individual players. I'm going to bring them and then we're going to play. And that's basically where we're yeah. at. And he, he's, 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 he's seemed like he's warmed up to it and then he goes back cold. So uh, it is, I would love to, might have to do a little roller, roller hockey uh, decks out in Hawaii. Maybe, I don't know. So uh, Hawaii would be a good one for sure. Yeah, maybe we gotta get him like uh, some. We'll we'll advertise your tournament for our tournament kind of thing, going or something. Yeah, well, make it, maybe make we it partner. a little sweeter for him. Yeah, maybe at BLPA. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll promote all of your. We'll promote your tournament. We'll put teams in your tournament. I'll put a BLPA team in your tournament. Multiple BLPA yeah. teams. If you give if you'll just have to give us ten hours of ice, or or fifteen, whatever. Yeah, right. I like it. Um, we'll figure it out. Okay. That, any any more? I think that's it for me uh, of ones that like I really, really want to do. All right. What I think everyone should do, I don't know if they do. I, I don't – I mean, I do watch U.S. hockey games, but not as much as I watch Flames. And a big thing up here is the Safeway scoring win winners. Have you ever heard that? I have not. The Safeway scoring win winners. Every time someone scores a goal, like Safeway gives away like groceries or like TV or whatever. Uh, but if a okay. player uh, if a player scores five goals in a game, uh, someone wins a million dollars. Okay. So a, a hockey bucket list that I think everyone should do is score five goals in a game. Okay. I've never done it. Never want. Never want. I got. I've got to four, and the fourth one was an empty netter. So 
Uh, I, you know, I guess if they would have kept the net empty uh, for the fifth one, I maybe I could have. Uh, but five goals, five goals is a pretty good bucket list uh, thing to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I think if you've never uh, played, if you've never played hockey uh, against all women, I think you should do that. It gives you a new perspective. Okay. Uh, when I when I first started, uh, you know, playing hockey, I I caught on with a a, a woman's team shinny here in Calgary, and it's just it's a different it's just like how skilled a lot of those you know because I've seen people like at the rink say, oh, it's it's just women's hockey. Okay, cool, it is women's hockey. There's a lot of skilled women out there. And yeah, then, for sure. And then when this I... Co- go ahead. Yeah, some of the... I play in a league where it's like an invite-only kind of open thing, and uh, there's some ladies that play with us that when I watch them skate, I'm just like, I've never seen, like, strides and movement so smooth. It, it's ridiculous. They're... They're just their movement so much better than even some of the best guys that that we play with. Like it's not even close. And, and the physicality, like because when the girls, because yeah. they come up like they can't they can't body check or they're not supposed to, but they still it's still a physical game, and so they still take that into their beer leagues. And like I, there's a league here, and most people that listen to my last podcast would know April and Danny, and to watch those girls play against other girls, like they're like there's body contact. They're rubbing people out on the yeah. boards. Like it's not, it's not fun in games. And they, when they play shinny, they play that way too. And it's just, it's a different game. And I, I would say that everyone needs to, if you're a guy, you need to go play where maybe you're the only guy in the in the all female uh, shinny or game, just so you can see a different perspective. Because yeah. I, I think it opens up a lot of people's eyes. And I, I think that, especially now, because there's such a push for equality. And obviously, you saw with the World Juniors, they tried to play the the under 18 guys, but they didn't play the women's, which is really shitty. Right. And, you know, I, yeah. you know, I think a lot of, uh, I think there's a lot of virtue signaling uh, that goes on, uh, you know, with podcasts like spitting chicklets uh, or that stuff. And I think they, they do it just for press. Uh, but I think it's really shitty and that, and people are like, why don't you talk about it more on your podcast? I'm like, I don't want people to think I'm saying it uh, just because everyone else is saying it. I'm saying it because I believe it. Right. And I, you know, it's not, it's not an, it's not a political agenda or a, get my ratings up by talking about female hockey. Like I have generally played with a lot of really good female players and I've legitimately heard people say, Oh, girls hockey isn't that skilled or physical. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> you guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah. Like I was, I watched uh, team Canada women's play the high school boys and obviously the high school boys beat them, but like the physicality, like they weren't obviously body checking, but like the boys are like, Holy shit. They're like, there's physicality going like what's going on here. So, um, but uh, that that's a bucket list one for sure. So we got score five goals. I, I think you should go uh, to an out of town tournament at, at some point. And yeah. obviously, you know, shameless plug ours. But I at any any of them like local tournaments are way different than out of town tournaments. And if you'll come to one of ours, I'll show you a, a fucking good time, whether it's a Dex or a BLPA bash. But take the take the boys and and go to one. And for the Dex, like you, everyone always says, bring a Dex to my hometown. Bring a Dex to my hometown. It's not the same. You you don't get the same feeling when you're when you still have all yeah. your shit to do. You get you got to go out of town to get the full experience. So I think you should do that. Ooh, what's what's some other ones? What's some other ones? I think hey, I think if you're a forward, you should play D, and if you're a D, you should play forward, and if you're a forward and a D, you should play goal at least one game. That's a big that's to be on the bucket list. You should play a goalie. 
And you should also. Well, me and you are going to be the, the, the best D pair in deck history we, we have, uh, at some point. We haven't even stepped on the ice, and we already we're already being called that by ourselves. But yeah. we're right. gonna we're gonna we're gonna make the world. We're gonna shock the world. So uh, yeah, I think that that, that I mean, that's pretty good bucket list, and be a referee would be, would be a good one too. Referee one game, see, see things from different different angles, and you know, I, like I always say, like no one's perfect. I've made mistakes. I've yelled at referees, but the refs don't deserve it. The refs don't need it. They're a, they're an integral part of the beer league game, whether we like like it or not. We need refs just like goalies. We need goalies just like goalies. Whether they, I know for a fucking fact they don't want to admit this. But they need players to play, or basically it's just them staring at each other at the opposite end of the ice, looking at each other's you know fifteenth set of pads they've got at home. So uh, <laughs> everyone needs everyone. So you know, experience it. That's what you should do. Experience every part of the game. All right. Last topic. What's the what's the? the can you read the tweet that we have? Yeah, yeah, I got the tweet. Me. Uh, oh wait, let me, me set it up. Here. Let me set it up. I, I want to set it up. All right. Uh, and there we go on the NFL talk with the BLPA Big Show. Okay, go. <laughs> All right. So Gord Miller tweeted this out, uh, and I've seen it floating around Twitter, people talking about it. But it says, the tweet says, one thing I would like to see change with the NHL salary cap is an exemption of some sort. And then in, in parentheses, he puts 25% question mark. For players who are drafted by a team, uh, have been with them for five plus years and resigned. Teams shouldn't be punished for drafting and developing well. Um, so I essentially think what he's saying here is, uh, you know, you're almost giving yourself uh, an advantage to re-signing a player that you've drafted and developed uh, if you're an NHL team. Um, I'm 100% on board with this, and I'll talk a little bit more about uh, how I feel about it. But what, what do you think? So basically, I mean, at his rate, 25%. So basically, he's saying if you have a homegrown talent that's been there for five years and you re-sign them, so you get him to UFA and you sign him for whatever, eight years, $10 million a year, you're actually, the cap hits only $7.5 million a year? Exactly. I, you know, I, I really like, and I, I like it for one reason. I'm a fan of the Flames, and I'm a fan of the yep. players that play for the Flames. And that being said, I get, and I a lot of fans do. It's the same reason why I railed with uh, Lincoln Riley and, you know, their quarterbacks leaving, is because I connect with the players that play for the teams that I like. And so you get invested in them. You want them to do well. And it, it's it, you're right, it's tough. Like, look at the Tampa Bay Lightning with uh, Kucherov and Stamkos and Braden Point. Like, they're... Obviously, if you give them this, more teams are going to build, I guess, dynasty-like teams. But I like that it's you have to draft them. Like, you can't just yeah, – anyone yeah. that signs with you for five years, you get this. You have to draft them. You have to develop them. And then you have to do it. Yep. But I think Tampa did draft Stamkos, draft Kucherov, draft uh, Braden Point. So that would that would be a, a moot point at that point. But, like, like the Flames. Like, we have Johnny Gaudreau, right? And Johnny Gaudreau, it seems like he's probably going to leave after this year because – he has no reason to, to, to stay. I don't say no reason. Maybe he likes Calgary. His wife's here, but he like he can chase the, the the same dollars in in a big market like Philadelphia, where he's from, or New York, where he's right. from, and it gives an advantage to like the small market teams, which Calgary Flames spin of the cap, but they're still a small market. Where if instead right. of you know Philly can only afford to pay him ten million because that's the cap, but if if Calgary could 
paying that ten million plus twenty five percent, that's probably enough to yeah. get get him to stay. Like it's a smart business move, right? And so yeah. I, I also think there should be things done like it, it really sucks in places like uh, Texas don't have a state sales tax. You know, they don't have a state tax. So, you know, they don't right. have – Tennessee doesn't either. Yeah, so, so the players that play there, they make more money. So where are people want going to want to go? They want to go to where they can make more money. And if the tax burden is less and drastically less, then they're, they're probably going to be looked on more favorably. So I would like to see maybe even credit, credits like that where the tax – you know, maybe, and I don't know how they'd work it. I'm not a tax guru. I hate ta- I hate paying taxes. I know that they need, but I, I think that there's there's things like you could you could do like that to keep these players that fans are invested in uh, playing for the teams that that drafted them and brought them up. And you know, you look at like I I, I hate one rule is the NCAA rule where you can go to college for four years and then be basically then like a free agent. I, I, that sucks, and it sucks because of yeah. Uh, look at like Adam Fox uh, for the Rangers. He won he won the uh, Norris Trophy. Well, he he was he was drafted by by the the Flames, and Hurricane. he developed it. Yeah. No, Flames, yeah, yeah. He was drafted by the Flames. He said he wanted to go to New York. Uh, the Flames were able to trade his rights to Carolina for a, a decent. Uh, I don't even remember what the was that. Did he go with the uh, Dougie? No, who did he go with? He went with uh, the uh, oh fuck now I can't even. Uh, I can see their faces. It's the d- defenseman Noah Hannafin and th- the best Flames forward. Now I'm I'm not I'm losing my mind. But uh, two no- two n- number five overall picks or so, I, you know I I don't know the exact thing. But he got traded to, he got traded there in a deal and then he got traded to New York, which is where he wanted to go. And it was only he was only able to do that. Uh, and it's Elias Lindholm, by the way. But he was only able to do that because there was this loophole where if you go to school for four years, then you can become a free agent. I think they should close stuff like that as well. Because I keep going back to Johnny yeah. Gaudreau because he's the Flames superstar. He did the same thing. He went to Boston College. the The big thing was like, oh shit, he's, go- he's four years of school. Is he gonna just bail on the Flames? We we found this gym in the fourth round, and you know. And so I, I think there's ways that an NHL can do that to make fan bases, uh, you know, uh, stay more connected with their team. Because at some when, when teams are, when players are just leaving, then that's what I what I fear for college football is that you know now that there's basically like the the portal that you know players are kind of moving around willy-nilly yeah you kind of get like ah well i'm not gonna put too much into this team because this guy's gonna be gone next year anyway you know it's just kind of it's kind of a tough look right so and if you want to increase fan engagement that's that's what you have to do i think yeah absolutely and so like i think like so first off i'm not a, a lightning fan right um and we can talk about the lightning cap circumvention whatever you want to call it deal or whatever um, but essentially, the, the the Lightning are now kind of almost being punished to the point where they can't sign the talent that they drafted because they did too good of a job. Essentially, like yep. I drafted so many good players that now I'm I I have to get rid of them because I can't afford to pay them all because of the cap. So I think this rewards a team like that. And, and, and they're not my team, but I would want that for my team if my team was drafting that well, right? And, and I think that also gives you as an, a fan an incentive uh, to kind of demand better from your GM or, or whoever, your front office, to say, like, you got to get better because there's these, you know, you got to get better at drafting because there are these advantages to drafting well and, and growing your talent. Um, and so 
I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I think that should be a thing. And then again, I am a Nashville fan. So like you said, Nashville generally now spins to the cap. Uh, we have a lot of cap space this year just because of uh, a few things that have happened. But in, in years past, they've, they've been spinning to the cap. Um, but at the same time, uh, it's still a small market team, right? We're not as desirable as uh, a Rangers or uh, a Chicago or, or a a Tampa. Toronto where or LA Tampa, you know, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I love it. I think, uh, I think it, it doesn't hurt anyone. Uh, all it does is give an incentive to be better at your job as a GM in drafting. Uh, and, and to me, there's that's, that's win-win for everybody. Per, hey, and just, I want to know, Tampa Bay is not getting punished for being too good. Tampa Bay is, is collecting on some karma bad karma that they that they have uh, brought on uh, themselves. Because in 2004, okay. that fucking puck was in. <laughs> the Calgary Flames Stanley Cup champions, 2004, Calgary Flames. So let's just go ahead and all agree on that. Let's give Iggy his okay. cup. Iggy, Iggy has a cup. Send it to him. Put his name on the plate. Let him have his day, for fuck's sakes. And if not, then take your fucking karma, Tampa. I hope it fucking bites your ass. Fuck. Well, well, they did win back-to-back cups. So when when I say punish, I I think I'm being it's a little tongue-in-cheek because yeah. uh, because they're winning championships. But at the same time, it it is a real issue for them. They they unfortunately have been drafted way too well yeah, over the well, past hey, okay. uh, eight years or so. But that begs the question: If your team can win one cup, how long would you would you uh, would you think for winning one cup, what's it worth to you? How many years of your team being horrible to win one cup? Uh, so as someone who, and, and I genuinely believe this, I do not think, and, and I'm a pessimist when it comes to sports, so uh, I'm a little dramatic. I do not think I will see the Preds win a cup in my lifetime. I really don't. Yes. So I would trade, I would trade one cup now for them missing the playoffs for the rest of my life. <laughs> Miss, missing, missing the playoffs? Like missing forever. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. oh, that's forever. I just I just want the one cup. Yeah. I, I, I've been like obviously my flames uh nineteen eighty nine and two thousand and four. I wasn't yet a hockey fan <laughs> in two thousand and four. Uh so we but we do have two two Stanley Cups in my lifetime. Uh I became a, a hockey fan in two thousand six. We had some good teams but we, we we've uh been out of the first round like what once? Since I've been a fan, I was in the building when that happened, by the way, which is nice. Uh, or was it? I don't think it was the clinching game, but there were two games in that series that I was there. I was pretty stoked. But nonetheless, I think I would definitely like. I guess it is hard because if you if your team's never won one, well, I've already given. Let's see, two thousand six to two thousand twenty one. I've already given fifteen years. Yeah. So I, exactly. So for one, I would give a fucking. I would give a fucking boatload. Do you are you a fan of it, of a team that's won a, a a championship? Yeah, so you know my my whole family's from Pittsburgh, so I grew up a Steelers fan. Uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know it. I don't know if I'm a huge Steelers fan now. Like I root for them uh, a little bit. Um, I I mostly watch football now just to gamble. Like it it just I just don't care that much about who wins. Um, but I was, uh, obviously I've seen, uh, the Steelers win a couple of Super Bowls. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I've been a Braves fan my whole life, obviously Chipper Jones, Nicker Jones, good, all that yep. good stuff. Uh, so obviously I got to see him win the one in 95, a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, division titles, 
So I, I mean, I was you know king of the NL East for a while, but uh, I, I they got to win one this year, which was nice. But I wasn't as invested as I'd been in the past, especially uh, I, I got bummed out when my hero retired. But what are you going to do? You know, I mean, everyone retires at some right. point. But at the end of the day, you know, he still hit, you know, 275 with 15 home runs. The year he retired, he should have just kept going, you know. But, you know, that's just for, you know, me. I don't know how his body was holding up. If his body was like mine, uh, good thing he fucking retired. But. Nonetheless, it is it is tough as a, a fan who, whose team doesn't win world championships, and so I guess that's the question. Our listeners, like, okay, let's say let's say all the teams start at zero right now. All the teams start at zero, zero wins. What what would you give up, right? Like even even the fans of like Tampa, like how 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 long you're spoiled right now, but how long would you would you feel okay with your team being shitty? missing the playoffs to win your next Stanley cup. Uh, I think, I, 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 right. think, I think teams that are spoiled are going to say, Oh, only a few years. Right. But people like, yeah, I agree. Like, like you and me, like, we're like, well, fuck, fuck, bud, you know, get the fa- back of the fucking bus here because we've been waiting for 15 fucking years. Uh, so exactly. yeah. Yeah. You got, you got Tampa fans who have won, like, like they're, they won the super bowl. They won fucking Stanley cup back to back. Their baseball Bay, team's good. Yeah. Fuck. It, Boston's the same way, right? Like Boston's constantly winning championships in various sports. Um, but yeah, those guys are probably uh, not going to give up much, but uni- they don't get it. They University get it. University of Alabama. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, what, like I get it. Like there was a time when OU won like fifty-five straight games back in the fifties. So you know, Oklahoma's been good, and there, but there's never been a dynasty like Alabama. Like, and, right. and I know they haven't won every national championship, but they're always there. They're always, yeah. and it's just, and I can't remember the time Oklahoma beat Alabama in a bowl game, and basically they said, ah, we didn't care about the fucking bowl game, but what a national title. And you're like, fuck. You know, right. fuck sakes, bud. Like, you know, and so it's, I mean, a fucking Trevor Knight as quarterback beat Alabama, which Trevor Knight's not a good quarterback. But, yeah, I mean, it's you talk to Alabama fans, well, okay, Alabama fans, like, how long will you, you know, stand for your team being shitty uh, before, you know, like, oh, just a couple years. But there was a time where, like, fucking – Don Shula's son was their coach and they fucking sucked. Right. Yeah. So same with OU. Like when I was in high school, uh, like you could get tickets for five bucks because we had fucking Howard Schnellenberger and John Blake and they sucked. But now like, if you say, okay, OU, like how many eight win seasons would you, would you go through, you know, to get a national title? It's like, well, we don't, we'd only, we don't want to win eight games, you know? So, uh, Yeah. But anyway, anything exactly. else? Anything else to chat about before we get off today? Because it's fuck. It's still fucking cold in Calgary. It's warmer, but I'm in my car in my garage. And I don't have shoes on, and my feet are frozen. No, yeah, we need to get you inside and get those get those feet warmed up. Those little piggies. Hey, uh, I forgot to do this at the front of the show, but uh, this show is brought to you by HockeyWolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. I'm uh, listen. I've made a mistake. I'm sorry, Hockey Wolf. We should have done this at the front of the show. You know, because I like to uh, learn from my mistakes, I'm not going to cut this out and put it at the front of the show. I'm just going to read it now at the end, and if people listen, they they can hear about Hockey Wolf and how great they are. Jason's got all these state gloves. Every state he plays in, he's buying one of these state gloves from Hockey Wolf. And here, are are you a CCM guy or are you a Warrior guy? 
I'm a Warrior guy, but CCMs are pretty close. Like they're 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 not that far off from the Warrior Alphas. I only ask because Hockey Wolf is going to start making Warrior gloves. I, from what I understand, I actually have a a, a conversation with Hockey Wolf tomorrow. But uh, go check out Hockey Wolf. They they're great to us. Uh, they're great for beer leaguers. They're just beer leaguers like us trying to make the the game more affordable. So go check them out. HockeyWolf.com. Ow 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 ow. Uh, and I guess I didn't even tell people where to find us in social media. I was so fucking excited about recording today. But uh, you can find us at the BLPA. You can find him at Beer League Jason. Find me at Nicker Jones on Twitter, the Nicker Jones on Instagram. Find us on Pinterest. That's where we do shit. Check out BLPA.com. All of our stuff, all of our tournaments. Boston, about to sell out four. Should we go to six? Let's go, Boston. And uh, other than that, I got nothing else to add. Jason, anything else? No, nope, that's it, man. All right, be good or be good at it. <laughs>